If you have Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18, you can stand for the reading of God's Word. I'm going to read a verse here. I'm going to read a verse in Matthew chapter 5. And we'll also finish reading in Acts chapter 2. Simple verse. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus says this, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. I'll read it one more time. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Matthew chapter 5, blessed, verse 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Catch what it says, for they shall be filled. They shall be filled. Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. I want to preach to you tonight a thought unapologetically full. Unapologetically full. Let us pray tonight. God, we come before you. We thank you for the worship in this house. We thank you for your presence that is so thick in this atmosphere tonight. And Lord, we ask that you go forth in the reading of your anointed word and break and destroy yokes tonight. Let us have ears to hear, hearts to receive what your spirit desires to say to us tonight in Jesus' name. And the church says, Amen. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 5 says, Be filled with the Spirit. Jesus said in Matthew 5, that if you're hungry and thirsty after righteousness, you shall be filled. We see in Acts chapter 2, it says three times when the day of Pentecost had fully come. And it filled the house, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled. Filled. Hear me tonight. I believe that our lives in this American culture and the world that we live in are more full than they've ever been. I, I, I'll tell you, when, when you talk to everyone... And, and, and many of you can attest for this. And when you talk to anybody and, and you get out and, and, and try to, to have a conversation with anybody, oftentimes you'll, you'll hear this phrase, I'm, I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Always something going on. Got to run the kids here. Got to go here. Got to do this. Got to go to the bank. Got to pay my bills. Got to go to work. Got called in. Whatever it may be. Our lives are fuller than they've ever been. But I want you to know that what happens in... This physical world, uh, the, what, what we don't realize what is happening is we are trying to feel the time. We're trying to fill our lives uh, with all this stuff. 
And we don't realize what we really need to be is full of the Spirit. I believe many of us under the sound of my voice, if not all of us, would say, I desire to be full. I desire to be filled. But in this culture, it's so hard because you feel like you have so many responsibilities. Or there's so many things you have to do. There's, there's so many. I, I, I feel this way. I'm sure pastor feels this way at times. And, and many of us may feel this way at times. But, but Garrett, I feel like I'm pulled this way and that way. And, and if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in dad mode and I'm trying to be the best dad I can be. And, but if I'm being that best dad, then I'm not being the man of God I should be and praying and studying. And this is how women, I just let you know, this is how men think. We feel like we've got to be all in and everything. We should, but there's this war that constantly goes on. I got to give my wife my best. I got to give my children my best. I got to give my church my best. I got to give God my best. I got to give uh, my work my best. I, I, I've got to get, I, I just feel this, this tugging. And I'm not saying that women don't feel that too. I'm sure you do. But what, what we find in our culture is our lives are so full, but yet empty. How is our calendar so full, but yet we are living in the most mentally sick generation on human, on, in human time? How is that possible? That we accomplish more than our predecessors, but yet it seems like we've accomplished nothing. Why does it feel that way? I, I, I read to you what, what Paul wrote to the, the Galatian church in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 7. He said, you did run well, but who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? The truth is, is we are busy with things that don't matter. I, I, listen, we're going to get encouraging, but I, 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 th this verse literally says uh, you, you got to obey the truth. He said, you started out well, you, you, you ran well, you did run well, but who hindered you? What, what emptied your cup? What, what, what drawed you away from that secret place? I, I will tell you this. Can I, can I, I'll just stop here with, with my comment I made earlier and how, how men may feel at times pulled different ways. Men, if you want to know the truth, uh, if you will seek God and have a secret place, uh, you'll know how to love your wife. You'll know how to love your children. You'll know how to be successful in your job. You'll know how to be successful in every area of your life uh, if you put God first. It's the same for women, but I can speak for the men tonight. I, I just felt like I needed to throw that in there. But, but I feel like in, in our culture we feel so empty. But yet we're so busy. How is that, how is that even possible? Here's what Here's what I believe Paul wrote to the Hebrews in Hebrews uh, chapter 12. He says that, that we're compassed with such a great a cloud of witnesses. Uh, he said, but let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easy, doth easily beset us. He's saying, listen, if you, you, there, there's a race that we're in. We have a, a whole cloud of witnesses that have gone on to glory and they're cheering us on. But he said, you've got to lay some things down. Got to lay some things down. Let me, I got two illustrations for you tonight, but my first one, half of it's out here because it's got ice. And the ice remained. Whew. I didn't know if it was going to make it. Garrett, come up here and help me real quick, real quick, real quick. Fast, fast, fast. Faster, faster. 
Don't rip your britches, Pastor. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Is that full? Okay. Garrett says that this is full. You know what I say? He's lying. That's not full. He said, what, but it's, it's almost up to the brim here. It's not full. Why? Because it's got ice in it. If I took the ice out of it, it would probably be half, maybe less than half. Because th this ice, it may seem insignificant, right? But it's taking up volume. It's taking up space. So, so Garrett, I, I know I tricked you there and I, I felt bad, but you, you helped me out. So he said, that is full. It's not full. Hear me. Half of us are running around uh, with, with, with being half full of the things of God uh, and saying, oh, I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. And God said, but there's still space in the cup. Can, can you remove some things? Can you get some things out of the way? Because I, I don't want you to be drunk on this world. I don't want you to be drunk on idolatry. I don't want you to be drunk in society. He said, I want you to be full of the Spirit. So I, I felt bad, but let me let me let let me re ask you to redeem yourself here. Is this full? It's overflowing full. Here's what here here's what is so significant about being full. You can sit down. Thank you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna pick on someone else later. But, but what is so significant is what Elijah just read to us in Psalms uh, chapter 23. Uh, he said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Uh, what, what God is saying, even in the presence uh, of your enemies, even in the pits of hell, I will put a table there. Uh, I will put a drink there. Uh, I, will put, I will provide my flesh, my food for you. I will give you my word, uh, even in the midst of your enemy. And this is what David said. You prepared a table. Uh, I'm in the midst of my enemies he said but you have anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over what he was saying is I may be in the midst of hell but I'm still full I am still full so we find in this culture where, where, where it's so easily to be full of so many things uh, and, and, and it's so easy to be busy on other things. I'll tell you right now uh, what we have sensed from Sunday night, uh, even at the beginning of the year, a few weeks ago, uh, what I sense in this house tonight, uh, I want you to know you want to be all in uh, in 2024. Uh, you want to be unapologetically full. Uh, I wish I could tell you uh, what I sense. I wish I could describe uh, what I sense in my spirit uh, everything we've been praying for uh, everything we've been fasting for uh, everything we've desired uh, and called out to God for I'll tell you what I believe in 2024 uh, we are going to be people uh, that are full of the Holy Ghost uh, and full of power hey where is, where's my buddy Luke Luke where'd you go Luke Luke is in Okay, I'm going to pick on Isaiah and Jacob. I need you to come up here, fellas. Put some watermelons on. I need you to come up on the platform. Up on. Hurry, 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 hurry. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Faster, faster. They got one speed, I guess, Brad. They got one speed. <laughs> one speed. Okay. I need you to put this on, brother. Put it on. Put it on. We're going to, we're going to go somewhere. All right, I need one of you over here, one of you over here. 
Get as close as you, uh, the edge as possible. They ain't going to fight or nothing. Ain't nothing going to happen. Because understand, if you are led by the Spirit, the Lord will take you to places where you're no longer in control. Where you are fully submitted, you are fully surrendered. Understand, we read in Ezekiel chapter 47, Ezekiel's having this vision and there's this river flowing underneath the gates of the city and, 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 and an angel comes and draws out a thousand cubits and he said, I was up to, uh, to water in my ankles and then another thousand cubits and I was up to my knees and then another thousand, I was up to my loins. And then it got to the place that he said, it was waters that I could swim in. It, it, was, it was a river unlike anything I've ever seen. I find it ironic that Jesus said uh, in John chapter 7 uh, that there had, that the Holy Ghost uh, will be like rivers uh, of living water uh, flowing out of you. Uh, so we see Ezekiel. We see what Jesus said in John. Uh, and what we find here uh, is Ezekiel said uh, it got so deep uh, that I was overcome. Uh, I had to swim. Uh, but what happens in the modern day church uh, is we want to go in the river uh, but we want to take our little floaties with us. You want to take your security with you. You want to take your pride with you. You want to take your image with you. You want to take your depression with you. You want to take your fear with you. You want to take your anxiety. Why? Because you can still be in the flow, but you're not being immersed in the river. Jesus went down in the river, came up, baptized, and the dove descended on him, resembling and symbolically showing us that he was full of the Holy Spirit. I want you to know, you cannot be full unless you are consumed. So what happens is, uh, just imagine for a second uh, that this is a river right here uh, on the front of this church. Uh, we think, well, I will just jump in. Uh, I'll hold on to my stuff uh, and I'll go with the flow uh, and we'll have a good service uh, and we'll have a good service uh, and we're just down the lazy river at the water park. Uh, it's good. Uh, we're just going around uh, and we're going around. Uh, understand, uh, the lazy river ain't a river uh, because it doesn't take you anywhere. Uh, here's what rivers do. Uh, they take you to death called oceans that you cannot understand. The Holy Ghost will take you to places in the Spirit of God that you have never been. Hear me tonight. We've got to cast off all these little safeties because we don't understand. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel secure, but it's a hindrance. It's a hindrance. It's a hindrance. Paul again said, you did run well. What hindered you? What stopped you? Listen, we're coming to an age and a day where we've got to be unapologetically full. He said, what does that look like? What that looks like is when we take the flotation devices off and say, you know what, Jesus? I don't need my depression anymore. Good Lord. Uh, I don't need uh, my anxiety anymore. I don't need uh, all this stuff. Uh, all, listen, because we're here, here's the deal. We're human and we're afraid to lose control. Uh, we're afraid to be led by the Spirit. Uh, why? When they come out on the day of Pentecost, uh, they said, are these men drunk? Uh, Peter said, no. Uh, these men are not drunk uh, as you think they are. But he said, this is that. Uh, we have been filled. We have been filled with the Holy.
Holy Ghost. I find it fascinating that Paul said, don't be drunk. Don't be drunk in the world's standards. But really what he was saying is, I need you to be drunk in the Spirit. I need you to be spiritually filled up, unapologetically filled up. Here, 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 here's the deal. What happens is, is we get into this river and, and you'll see Isaiah over here still got his floating on. And what happens is we just go with the flow, go with the floor, go with the flow, go with the flow. Oh, we're good. Part of us is, part of us is in the, the river. We'll take a little bit of moving of the Holy Ghost, enough to get us by. We'll take a little moving, a good service, a good worship set. A pastor preaches a great sermon. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. That, that's all right. I'm okay with that. But understand, as I said earlier, you're not being submerged or immersed in the river of the Holy Ghost. They can come to the music tonight. I'm, I'm finishing up. Going quick. Because what happens is when we lose all these things that we're worried about, because let me tell you, we worry about things. You can look at me and like, oh, I don't worry, I have faith. Listen, we worry about things. We're human. We get concerned about things. But this is not living. It looks cute. Oh, we had our little service and the worship team sung really good. They're very talented. Pastor preached a great message. It looks cute. But it's not full. It looks nice. We get to leave and we're all put together. And but we leave the same way we came in. Still with the space all taken up. And Paul said, no, 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 no. I want you to be full of the Spirit. Jesus said, if you're hungry and thirsty after me, you shall be filled. Listen, what I want for you in 2024 is to no longer go with the flow. Looking all prim and proper. Listen, Sierra's heard this term from me. I call it preppy Pentecost. We want to be Pentecostal, but we want to look good doing it. He said, wait, wait, talk, I'm not talking about denomination. I'm talking about an experience. Tell me in Scripture where the men and women of God were not ridiculed for their behavior. I'm not saying we, we need to be respectable people. We need to be people of honor. We need to be people that are, are, represent God well. Absolutely. But they persecuted them. They came after them because they were different. And you know what the difference was? They were full. full I don't want you to go with the flow in 2024 I want you to be baptized that means to be fully submerged 
I said it a few weeks ago during our, our fast uh, live stream. The Lord spoke to me at the beginning of this year and He said, this needs to be a year of baptism. Where we become full of the Spirit of God. Because you, you want to know why it's so, so important? It's because this world needs you now. I know I preach on that a lot, but this world needs you now. We don't have another year for you to figure out who you are in God. Get full. What needs to happen is, I'll take it off you now. I won't throw it this time. I will gingerly toss it. If you know that you want to be full, are you willing to jump in where you can't touch anymore? See, because if you can touch, you still have some control. You can fight the current, right? But why is it so important to get to a place, as, as the prophet Ezekiel said, I had to swim, I couldn't stand anymore is because God's saying because you can't touch I can touch you I can use you you're surrendered not just to the flow but you're, you're, you, you know that I'm, I'm going to keep you I, I'm going to help you I'm going to protect you I'm not going to let you drown I'm not going to let you fall I'm not going to let you hurt yourself I'm going to be with you Are we willing to be full, unapologetically full? Peter didn't come out on the day of Pentecost and say, I'm so sorry they're acting this way. No, he said, we're not drunk, we're full. You find throughout Paul's teaching in Acts 19, he says, have you received since you believed? No. It's time to be full. Are we willing to take away all the flotation devices in our life? And say, God, I don't care what it looks like. I want to be full. The Spirit of God that I, I sensed in the worship tonight that was here on Sunday night, Sunday night was so powerful. Just a spontaneous moment. Do you understand those things don't have to just come and go? Because if you're full and you're in a river, that means there's constant flow. I'm spilling it, it's just water. So what does that mean? If there's constant flow and you're full, that means you never stop being full. Because as you pour yourself out, you're in the river. He just fills you right back up. Hear me tonight as I make a mess. You guys can sit down. Thank you. Give them a hand tonight. I want to close quickly. 
I want to bring us to one last portion of Scripture. If you could stand across this house, we're going to come to these altars. We're going to ask God to fill us. I'm sorry, Pastor. Making a mess. Listen, y'all, those things are really hard to blow up. Took me about 30 minutes to just blow up two. Hear me tonight. Ezekiel, we've already been in Ezekiel 47, but let's go 10 chapters back, Ezekiel 37. This is why it's important to be filled. The Bible says he was placed in a valley that was, this is what the Bible says, it was full of dry bones. Many of you know the story. God says, these bones live. Lord, you know. He said, prophesy. Prophesy as the bones come together. Prophesy as the tendons and the sinew and the flesh begin to come upon these bones. But the last thing he asked him to prophesy, he said, prophesy to the four winds. What does Acts chapter 2? There came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. When he prophesied to the full wind, what he was doing is he's saying, this valley was full of dry bones, but now it's full of the Spirit. Breath entered their lungs. It was full of death, but now it's full of life. It was full of hopelessness, but now it's full of hope. It was full of defeat, but now he says, now stands an exceedingly great army. Why? So you can have victory. Because the valley was full of one thing. But then when the Spirit of God intervened, it became full of the Spirit. Your life may be full of something, but God wants it to be full of the Spirit. He wants it to be full of the Spirit. Unapologetically full. Hear me tonight. If you want signs and wonders, God to do great and mighty things, are you willing to take the floaties off, get the ice out of the cup, say, fill me up. However it looks, it looks but I'll lay hands on them. I'll pray with them. Intimidation's got to go. Fear's got to go. Apprehensiveness has got to go. Every time that angel measured out in the river, Ezekiel just went. I want to call us to a place of prayer tonight because God wants you to be full. Not going with the flow, full. Young people look at me, full. We talked Sunday morning in Sunday school about encounters. Those encounters will leave you full. They'll leave you full. 
you want joy, if you want peace, if you want hope, surrender. Because when you surrender all those things, all those flotation devices, you don't care what people say. Hey, and that's hard. That's preaching to Jade. It's, we live in a world where we really care about what people think and say. Listen, I, here's, here's all I care about. I want them to know my yes is yes, my no is no. I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of God. But they may say he's crazy when he worships. That preacher makes a mess when he preaches and does his illustrations. He's lost his mind. He's, they can say it all. It's probably true. But I'm full. And I'm hungry. And I'm thirsty. What was in this house on Sunday night? Brother Brad, I'm hungry. And I'm thirsty. What we felt in worship, I'm hungry. And I'm thirsty. And Jesus said, I'll fill you. All I need is your appetite. I can provide the bread. I just need your appetite. I just need your desire. I just need your hunger. I just need your appetite. So can we come to these altars and say, God, I'm giving you my appetite. He said, but we've been fasting. We've been praying. I'm hungry. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about spiritually. Can you say, I'm going to give you my appetite. I don't have to watch that movie before bed. I don't have to scroll for two hours before bed. But I can put worship music on, raise my hands and say, thank you, Jesus. I can go into my children's room, lay hands on them and speak in the Spirit as the Lord gives me utterance to, proclam to, to make a proclamation over their life that they will live and not die, that they will prosper, that they would be full of the Spirit. Me and Sarah pray every night over our girls. God, let them have an encounter with your Holy Spirit that will keep them. I, I don't want them to ever be lacking, ever be wanting because they're filling their lives up with junk. God, I want them to be full. Let me ask you, are you ready to be unapologetically full? Are you willing? Are you ready? Because I'll tell you, if you're going to come to these altars tonight, I believe as we go throughout this week, Friday night, I believe, even before Friday night, Brother Brian can get a healing. I believe that. I believe that God can do signs and wonders in this house on Sunday morning and Sunday night. I believe it. But if you, if you want to be believing with me, if you want to jump in the river with me, I'm going to ask you to be unapologetically full and come to these altars and say, God, this is my sign. This is my surrender. Come. Come tonight. Find a place to pray. Stop struggling. Stop doubting. Be full. Be full. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed this message and I hope it blessed you. And please check our description below. You'll find all of our social medias linked below. And as always, please subscribe so we can reach more people. As always, thanks for watching and I hope to see you soon.